Welcome back to Book It, a book podcast, a podcast about books that we read and we don't get any free personal pan pizzas for it yet. I'm your host, Sarah Hunt. And I am Chrissy Wilson. And welcome back. Hi, Chrissy. Welcome back. How are you? Hi, Sarah. Are you ready for, for the tail end? Oh my God, I'm ready for the tail end. Um, I don't have any tissues in the studio, which kind of sucks, but that's okay. We'll get through this. Or we won't. One of the two, you know. No, absolutely. We will figure this out. What's going to happen? If this is your first time joining us, welcome. If this is not your first time joining us, welcome back. Um, The first two episodes, we discussed the book, um, The Woman and Me by Britney Spears, and we did... um, kind of her early life, early career in the first episode, and then basically our relationships with um, boyfriends and paparazzi and family and all that stuff, like just kind of setting the stage in the second episode. And now during the third episode, we are going to be discussing the conservatorship, um, basically the, what did you call it? False imprisonment. Yeah, I have it listed as false imprisonment because that's what I think it was. It really was. And then (laughs) um, also the end of the conservatorship and just kind of, you know, Britney's where we are now, um, which is we are dancing in our living rooms with knives. And that's great. I think that's wonderful. I think that's healing. They were from a shop, Sarah. They were props. Well, I was like thinking about it. I'm like, maybe I'll send her some more prop knives. I, I think that that prop knife store after she'd posted Britney Spears posted on Instagram a pic a, a video of her dancing with knives which she said was inspired by Shakira is what I we're talking that. about yeah um, and then people flipped out and then she posted again that it was um, prop knives from a store in Hollywood or in L A and I guess after she had posted that the sales for that store like spiked well yeah of course she is the economy. They were like, let's get knives. Yeah. Fake ones. Britney nomics. <laughs> Britney economics? I don't know. Um, so she's dancing in her living room now, and I, I get so many people saying that they're worried about her and whatever, and I just want to let you guys know, the kids all have trusts. We have, we, I can't imagine that the kids would not have trusts, and She's probably fine. She's got tons of money and she's going to be okay. Like, it's all good. Let her lose her mind. She's doing it alone at home. It's all good. Yeah, leave her be. <laughs> yeah, it's all leave good. Her be. And, and, and you know what? Some of the shit she's doing is far less crazy than some of the stuff we've seen elsewhere. So, yes, yes. Um, we've definitely seen leave crazier. It alone. Yeah, it's going to be fine. The leave Britney alone was not like a funny joke. It was a command. <laughs> Yeah, it was it's never. It was never. A, yeah, it was an edict. It's, it was it's a never, fucking edict from the gods of Britney. So sh- zip it. Yep, and move on. Absolutely. So speaking of moving on, I think we should get right into it. Um, where we last left you in the second part, um, this is when the SWAT team comes and takes her away on the gurney, tied to a gurney, after they took the kids um, to take them to Kevin's house, Kevin Federline. Yes. Um, so Britney was like fully assaulted. Like, that is yeah. crazy. And we talked about it, like, the, the hearing this and hearing that being retold, even in the voice of um, Michelle Williams, it was, it, ma- it made my stomach turn. Like, mm. hear, hearing about that, where I'm just like, uh, it just made my stomach turn of somebody um, being physically restrained like that uh, yeah. for something that, like, was pretty mild. The, I hid in the bathroom with my child. Well, of not, course. Not violent. 
No, not violent. And I felt like that was kind of a normal reaction to like a new mom who gets her kids taken away from her like almost right away. And she doesn't know why she has to keep proving herself to like have the kids and why Kevin keeps wanting to take them away from her. And she's like, oh, I'm never going to see my kids again. Like, of course, of course, she's going to go hide in the bathroom. You know what I mean? Like, I just can see that desperation. I can I can put myself there. I don't have kids, but I can put myself there of like, you're going to take this away from me. So, like, I'm going to hold it and go lock myself in a, you know, whatever. Sounds just. Yeah. Gut wrenching. Well, now we know to go for the what is that? What does Sandra Bullock say in Miss Congeniality about the solar plexus, like solar flexes? Whatever you something solar plexus groin yeah sing. groin solar um, plexus something um something groin there's we, there's an we are it's so S-I-N-G. yeah sing um, <laughs> all we know is solar plexus oh, groin solar so plex, fuck the middle solar plexus instep nose groin nose groin yeah we got it we made it I was trying to sing it in Sandra Bullock's no Sandra Bullock's um, voice while I was doing it but um, nose groin. <laughs> A moment um, for so self-defense think- brought to you by Sarah Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> and Chrissy Wilson. We are both going to tell you. I forgot you should- the whole fucking thing. You, you're you the one that brought it home, not me. But the, I, I can imagine if somebody was trying to tie me to a gurney, like just how violent I would be in response. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I just I tried to put myself there and it made me uncomfy. It, I did I not just, like it at all. That Like that's a the headline of like. It would have been like, oh, somebody got their eyes clawed out for trying. Yeah. There's no, there's no way that I yeah. would have been able to. The, it would, no. If it was me, it would have been like the princess of pop <laughs> popped a security guy's <laughs> eye out. <laughs> and she is at large. <laughs> she is she running. Is at large. Through, she is running through the Hollywood Hills with her infant baby, like a, the football, like she's won the Heisman, and that would be me. Like that would be. It would be like a combination of OJ and I yeah, don't even last, know. Last scene with handfuls of knives. Not yes, from a prop yes, store. yes, yes. Like that would be. That and would it be would, the story. Then it would be like Rambo after that because they drew first blood. <laughs> they tried to take my kids away from me, and I will hunt them. I will hunt each and every one of you. All right, everybody's going to be sufficiently terrified of me. This is great. Welcome. Welcome back. Um, This is a fun book club. God damn it. Uh, So she was told that she would not be able to see her kids ever. And her her family, she said, like, kind of didn't give a shit about that. And this is also a theme that I think everybody can relate to. Brittany says that she didn't learn about her sister's pregnancy or, or so her she said Jamie Lynn was trying to emancipate herself from the family because her her parents took her cell phone away. Girl. Oh yeah. Jamie Lynn. <laughs> Jamie Lynn. She, no. Yeah. She's trying to take away your sidekick or life. Yeah. What a, t- what a tough life. Yeah, that her T-Mobile sidekick was being confiscated. <laughs> it's been fucking rough, Sarah. Yeah. I mean, everybody carries the weight differently, Chrissy. <laughs> it's, it's 2008. Like, my Motorola Razor is all I can use to get through a life, and my parents are trying to take it. Yeah. it's. I mean, everybody carries the weight differently, Chrissy, but that just kind of feels like a non-whatever. Um, and then she said that she felt like her family must have been celebrating her misery, which is a really awful, because especially if they're not checking in on you and they're just kind of acting like, you know, yeah. like, what's your problem? Of course you can't see your kids. Like, look at you. It's Brittany, it's fine. Stop calling us. We're at your house in Florida. Yeah. You are interrupting our chill. 
Yeah. We're actually trying to watch the house right now. And, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's just kind of like whatever. But she said that she was um, she self-described herself as hell on wheels and said that she was taking a bunch of Adderall because it was the only thing that would kind of make her not crazy and depressed. Um, she started dating a photographer, but she never names him. Love that. I wonder if I, that was like an agreed upon. Here, I, I, I think she doesn't remember his name. Like that's what that I might be. I'm it. like she that like this guy was. Which by the way, it sounded like it was like a real instance of something like Stockholm syndrome, where yeah. it's just like she she refers to him as the photographer, and he was a paparazzi. But she she said he was like chivalrous because he would help her out when people were too aggressive. I'm like no, no, he was also selling images of you, yeah, in, in the pool. So he was the least offensive one. It kind like, of felt like it was mutually beneficial. Like he like, hey, will you help me out? And then she's also like, you know, she's like, and I'll throw one at you every once in a while. Yeah. Like and, and then he was married. Yeah, super married. Yeah, pretty married. She's like, I'm a mistress again, apparently. Yeah, she's like, I'm the other woman, sort of, kind of, always. I I mean, but um she did say that he helped her. Um he was ten years older than her. Um he, she felt like he helped with her depression and that he he yeah. did show her unconditional love in some way shape or form yeah it was a it was at least like not a completely toxic relationship for her it was kind of i mean not great but again we all do stupid shit and not good enough to remember his name she's yeah. like that fucking guy what is his name Tip she's of like my tongue. Mm, you photographer know, the photographer he, he had a camera he had a camera you know the photographer you remember that guy <laughs> that guy and then she forgot to edit it she was like going through it. She's like, I'll remember it later. And she just kept putting it in as the that photographer. The photographer. And then they were like, Brittany, you never named him. She's like, nah, it's fine. No, nah, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> just go by that. He doesn't yeah. need a name. Yeah, he's good. Irrelevant. Um, one day they were being chased, um, her and the uh, wow. photographer. And she said that she did like a 360 spin, like right on the edge of like this like cliff. And she somehow stuck it. And she's like, if they, if the wheels rotated, like, Two or three more times, they would have both been dead. And I was like, that is crazy. But she was going to Thelma and Louise them right off the side of a mountain. Yes, but I do think that Brittany is a Twihard because this is another Twilight thing. Because when when Bella was super sad and depressed, she did all that thrill Billy stuff. Oh, that's how she saw Edward. Yeah, do that's you how she, she saw is? Edward. So maybe, I don't know who she's seeing. She's, she's got to be Team Edward, I'm going to guess. I think she's Team Edward. I mean... She would have to be. If, and then if she's she dropped that that me and Justin were like magnets. Yes. thing. I mean, you're Team Edward. I was going to say, I think that since Mrs. Timberlake, Mother Timberlake, Stephanie Meyer, <laughs> Mother Timberlake, Mother <laughs> Stephanie Meyer Timberlake was, you know, Britney's like other mother type of thing. And I think Britney's a twihard because she does take a be. lot of twilight type, you know, teenager. And that's the funny thing is that she's 40 and she sounds like a teenager a lot. But um, now we are full fledged into the conservatorship. And she says, my mom called me one day and said, we feel like something is going on. The cops are after you. Let's go to the beach house. And Britney's like, but why? Why would and, cops be after me? Yeah. And she's like, why? What did I do? And the mom just said, come to the house. We want to meet with you. And this is the funny thing is that Britney is a full adult. She's Britney Spears. She has more money than anybody in her family. And her mom's like, you need to come over here. And she's like, okay. Like, even though she felt like something was not right. 
I would have been like, no, I'm not going over to your house. But she, yeah, and the way that it was set up, it was kind of written where it was a little bit fuzzy. Um, yeah. Because I didn't, I didn't think she wanted to implicate in her mom, um, probably for a lot of reasons, including that she wouldn't want her to think that her mom would do that to her. But it sounded sounded like her mother created a trap yep. for them to come get her to admit her. Yeah. And I also think another thing is that when you are recounting a traumatic event, you don't really know, like a car accident, you don't know really what happened. You just know you were sitting there and then all of a sudden now you're backwards and like, so you would have pieces missing uh, for that. Um, So I think that that's kind of one of those things. But that to me, it's either I think that we're definitely not getting the whole story of what she remembers. But I think that she's done a good job of summarizing that to kind of be like, I feel like I was set up. And it was, you know, this is what happened. So but I I did think it was. Yeah, she was super set up. up. And she was also with the photographer that day. So I just didn't understand why he wasn't like, no. Like let's yeah, just well, not go. Let's like, why go would the here. Cops be following you. And and by the way, I, I've tried to look, and maybe you you'll know better than I will because you've you followed a lot more than I did. I I can't find any instance where Britney Spears was arrested. I don't think no. she has. She has no criminal history. Only the only charges she has are all connected to her not being the greatest driver. So yeah, she gets. She just <laughs> recently got another speeding ticket. She didn't have her fucking. ID or proof of insurance on her and it's just like and then the cop was like well you need to have that stuff I'm like she hasn't driven herself in 13 years <laughs> and she I, was I on like a it. bunch of what? lithium so I don't think yeah. I would remember my name if I was on that much <laughs> lithium I'd be like um <laughs> you're lucky I'm in the car and driving the right way like you know I have no idea um but okay so that the fact that the photographer was not like Hey, like you know, let's this. Feel, they were both like, this feels weird, but then neither of them were like, let's just not go. They were both compliant with the whatever. That that's the weird thing to me, and I feel like we're definitely missing something there. Yeah, but she said that there were helicopters, a SWAT team. It also feels like her parents would try to tell her all this stuff to like scare her because I think that they are good at that. I think that they are, you know, because like, oh, you got, you need to make sure that you tell everybody you're okay. And like, oh, you need to make sure that you're doing this because otherwise people are going to think you're crazy. Like they they really do a good job of scaring her with, you know, using her anxiety against her, I guess. Yeah. Another another word would be abuse. Yes. Yeah. Abusing <laughs> so- her. Definitely. <laughs> um, but she's screaming. What the fuck did I do? I didn't do anything. Um, I wrote down here. What did she do? Because I, 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 I just can't find in. And, and obviously we're listening to this from her side of things. Yes. Right? We're so missing. You're hearing, you're, hearing you're, you're missing a lot of parts of the story. And maybe there are some things that that if you you know, there might be pieces that we're missing that would be a little bit more jarring. Yes. However, hearing the retelling from her side there's nothing that you can really cling on to and there's no criminal history to no. back up anything that intense. No, she seemed like she she was running shoeless through a casino with Paris Hilton, you know. And then also, like, I think she was in the middle seat when they were partying, so she wasn't even driving when she was drunk and on no. Adderall or whatever with them in the casino. So I, I'm just not sure. Um, but now we learn that Jamie Spears had made friends with Lou, Louise Lou Taylor, and he, like, idolized her. And this is with TriStar Entertainment, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so Lou 
um, and Jamie, they used Britney's name to get her business going, essentially. So Britney, because we have TriStar Entertainment, we, ha- we that's thanks to Britney. So, and then also we have this book, thanks to Lou Taylor and thanks to Britney, I guess, because <laughs> that is a fucking awful situation to be in. But Britney said she was highly functional and didn't think that she needed to be in a conservatorship. Um, and also she thought it would be like two, three months and she just needed to go along with the program and then she would get her like she could prove that she was not nuts and that she could take care of herself and then she would be able to go back. Yeah. And that's what you said in the last episode is you were talking about um, how that was a recurring theme where it seemed like a lot of the stuff that she was doing was she was just going to do it for now. And then um, as soon as they realized how good she was being, yep. that she would be set free. And it never happened. Yeah. She made I think Brittany made a lot of concessions. I think that they told I think she would ask, like, what the fuck is going on? And then they would say, hey, 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 you just need to be cool. Hang out for like two months. This will help you like the rehab thing. They said you need to go to like you need to go to rehab. And then you'll be able to get your kids back. And so she went to rehab and then she did get rewarded with 50-50 custody of the kids. So they were right. She was, they were going to be more lenient with her if she went to rehab. So, and I'm sure maybe she was drinking a lot more. I mean, obviously, again, I always, whenever I hear someone's side of the story, I know that we're here, there are some truths to it. And I always like listen to somebody's story and I'll listen to somebody else's story. And I will always think that the truth is somewhere in the middle so the truth is somewhere in the middle of that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like she definitely was told if you just do this for a couple of months, like, and that's all the cases of conservatorships too, is it says that it's temporary and it's usually for old people. Yes. Yeah. So she said, like, I think she was probably doing her research on it and was like, well, I don't get it. Like, why do I need this? Am I just doing this so I can prove that I can take care of myself and my kids and then I can get my kids back? And they're like, yeah. You know, yeah, and and I and so she explains that there's two types of a conservatorship. Yes, there's conservatorship of the person, so that controls like where they live, what they eat, etc. So that's like if you have somebody that is um, elderly, where they need to be put into yep. a facility, or um, and then conservative of the estate, so that manages the conservatives conservatives affairs to keep them um, from being subjected to like financial crimes or yeah. any other hardships. Yeah. And there are a lot of people that really do need to be in that because my sister used to work at the bank and she was a manager at like a Wells Fargo or something. And so many people get like lured into these sweetheart scams and they're like adamant about giving their money over. And thank God the bank, like if they hear that it sounds like a sweetheart scam, they won't give it to you. But I think that's like, no, no, no. The Saudi prince does not need your money right now. Why don't you go back and think about it for a little bit? Yeah. And figure it out later. Yeah. And of course, my sister, like, you know, she's the manager of the bank and she can't be like, because I would have been like, it's so weird that you said that because your boyfriend actually just called and he said he doesn't need it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) He actually told me he doesn't need it anymore, which I mean, it sounds like he's being honest. So that's good. You got yourself a good one. Those are people like and there's like documentary after documentary after documentary about that where there's Mm -hmm. like the. Those scams, yeah. those little scam circles. Those are people that are like, in all other facets, functional members of society yeah. that just get completely duped by some person um, for whatever it is, for yeah. love or, you know, whatever. Well, my favorite shows on 90 Day Fiance and um, Love After Lockup, they, there's a lot of scams um, with those people, too. So it's kind of fun. You do. They, they, it really happens more than I'd like to admit. 
or like to acknowledge that should be whatever. But she said that her dad paid himself over six million dollars and that um, her lawyer that she wasn't allowed to pick for herself. But her lawyer's name was Andrew Wallet. I thought that was hilarious. I also thought it was hilarious. I wrote it down where it's like four hundred and twenty six thousand dollars a year. She said four hundred and twenty six thousand dollars from keeping her from her own money. So this motherfucker was Andrew Wallet. All he did line his wallet with Britney's money. Yep. So that he could make sure that she never kept her own money. And then she she also says that at the time of the conservatorship that Jamie Spears um, owed Lou Taylor $40,000. Oh, so yeah. I don't know whatever business dealings they had, yep. but him bringing Lou Taylor into it at that time, highly suspicious yeah. for, which effectively is we're going to use this conservatorship with my daughter to pay off my debts and then make us both a bunch of money. Yeah, that's really what I thought. What? That's really, that's really like what it was sounding like to me when they, when she was explaining it. Um Brittany's also very upset because she said anytime I needed my dad, he was never there. But now all of a sudden he's very involved. He's very like he's, you know, he's going to be me, essentially. Um, This is about the time that her mom wrote a memoir and she went like on a book tour, like a press tour about it. Um, (laughs) This is one of my favorite lines in the book. She says, the last thing I would do is cut my hair into a little bob and talk to Meredith fucking Vieira in a white pantsuit. And make money off my child's misfortune. I also wrote yeah. that down because I was like, oh, you know what? It actually makes total sense in my brain now that you should never, in the same way that she can't say Mariah Carey without yeah. saying Mariah, without saying Carey, you can't say Meredith Vieira without saying Meredith fucking Vieira. Yes. Because I feel like it's a full name now. Yes. Whole it thing. Is, now she's perfect. She's perfect now. Meredith fucking Complete. Vieira. Yeah. It's her middle name. Yes. Meredith Sorry. F. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Meredith F. Vieira. And don't forget the F around me. Um, Okay, so I love, and she starts talking about how she uses her Instagram to like kind of talk shit about people. And I actually fucking love that. It's one of my favorites because I love when people are messy. And lately her and her mom fighting on Instagram. Oh, it's so good. Her mom, did you see the one that her mom posted the other day? And it was like, I didn't take your, she's like, I heard that you thought that I took your dolls and like blah, blah, blah. And that's why she said like in that last post, she's like, P.S. You can keep the dolls. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she, so I, I, in watching a lot of this stuff, I watched a, an an interview that, that Brittany did with Rosie O'Donnell in like 1999 on the Rosie show. Uh And on this interview, 1999, Brittany is talking about how she collects dolls and she's talking yeah. about these dolls that she collects. And then so that wasn't part of the book, obviously. But she mentions in this book that she went home and they'd gotten rid of all of her shit. So yeah. She's like looking through and she's like, where are my where's my 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 fucking dolls and my yeah. writing? And like, where, where is this stuff? So she's gone. It, it makes sense that she's looping back around to it and like latching on to that. Like that's like, yeah. oh. You stripped my freedom, but also my fucking dolls. Where you are those took my at? Dolls, and then you took my writing. And she's like, I didn't want to do anything with the writing. She's like, it's. A, I, I would understand that. I don't have. I was never good at a diary or a journal or anything. Like I would forget no. about it, and then the next day I would go, oh fuck, and I would look at it, and then I would just write today was a good day, and like that was what my journal. That's what all my diary entries were, and that's how, how I am as a person. Like I'm just like, ah shit. <laughs> I have to just. I guess I have to just like let you know it was a good day. Di- like diary. I don't need to feel this type of pressure from you. Um, But she says that she's a few weeks into the conservatorship. They forced her to do an episode of How I Met Your Mother. And yeah, question. Bring it. 
I just got to it's just I mean, putting yourself in the place here. Yeah. You've just been forced into a conservatorship. OK, you've yes. been told that you are not fit to lead your life. Yes. You need to be under um, control of your person and control of your estate because you cannot make decisions for yourself and you are not mentally or physically sound to do that. Right. And then they put you on a show with Charlie Sheen. I mean, how, huh? how how do you think that you would be on that show and spend five minutes with this man and be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm not mentally fit Wait. to be be part of this. Charlie Sheen is on that show? Wasn't he? I oh, no. I lied. That's, um, I thought it was. That was uh, the other show. Was she not on? Two and a Half Men. Yeah. No, she's on How I Met Your Mother, which I guess she was funny in that show. I just can't watch that show. That show's even worse. Yeah, I just can't. Um, but that is, it, it doesn't matter because who on How I Met Your Mother is the, basically a Charlie Sheen equivalent. I think Hauser. What's that guy's name? Neil Patrick Harris is on there. Yeah. And then that one man, um, he's giant, Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel. I'm sure he's a delight. Oh, it's that's that show. So like I'm basically so Britney's getting sent in. She's sitting down. I don't know I don't know shows apparently. But no. I do I do know the show now that you're talking about. I've never watched it, so I've never saw it. No, this, I've this never seen out. a moment but of she's, it. So it's fine. So you'd be sitting across that uh I forgot her last name, the redhead, Allison. Allison something, yeah. Allison something, where she's like, I have no control of my life, and this this chick's most famous claim, biggest fame, um, claim to fame is that she stuck a flute up her vagina. So yeah. that, like, great. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Well, I think that's funny to me. That's funny that you said that. Like, just, I, I wonder what that felt like to sit there as Allison Redhead, or whatever her name is. Hannigan? Is it Allison Hannigan? No, I don't know. Or is that, I don't know. I don't know. But here's what I know. If I was that broad... I would be sitting across from Brittany and I would be like, I'm sure we heard about all this stuff, right? And of course, her shaving her head and all that stuff. And I'd be like, are you okay? Do you need a hug? Like, <laughs> like I don't know how you wouldn't think that immediately. Like, are you all right? Like, do you, like, are you, like, are you okay? <laughs> What's going on with you, Britt? Um, her dad took her boyfriend away from her and took away her ability to drive. Um, and she kept saying over and over again that she didn't understand why the state of California would want to let her dad in, be in control of her estate. And also that she would say, like, whenever my dad would tell me, like, what I could eat, that was the state of California telling me that my dad can tell me what I can eat. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. And he, I guess he said to her face, like, I just want you to, I want to let you know I call the shots. I'm Britney Spears now. Yeah. I would, I, I would murder. Yeah. I yeah. So I wrote I wrote that. I have that written down and I have a note there because so he says, like, I call the shots, which is, of course, on um, the circus album, this in the song Circus. She says, I'm like the ringleader. I call the shots. I'm like a firecracker. I make it hot. That was Britney Spears. (laughs) Wow. All eyes on me in the center of the ring, just like a circus. Do you see that girl that does the NPR songs of all the hip hop songs? From oh, the yes. Early 2000s? yes. Yeah, I love her. Um, so she I, I, I wonder if she like kind of wrote some of the um, songs based on what she hears from her dad. And she's like, he's like, I call the shots. And she's like, I call the shots. OK, I've got an album. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll, OK, dad, I'll work. Like, fine. We got a whatever. hit. We got a hit. So we have a hit. I'll you're Britney Spears. Why don't like, you write it? You put on this tube top and get out there and learn learn a number. Yeah, Jamie. and that's what I wrote. But Jessica Simpson's father was also her manager, and I'm thinking he was a saint now. Like, I mean, he was kind of an an asshole, but whatever. No, he um, was like, he, like giving like 
interviews talking about her boobs. He was yeah. weird. Oh, yeah, they were super weird. Mm, um, no. she, uh, she, kept, she keeps asking why she's too sick to choose her own boyfriend, but she's healthy enough to be on sitcoms and morning shows. Agreed. Um, she says they're just protecting their own cash flow. Agreed. They, they are. They, she said that they made any potential boyfriend that, that she Sign would an like NDA. bring... Sign an NDA, submit to a blood test, and then the Robin lady that um oh uh, yeah Robin uh, Lou would, Taylor's little lackey she calls little, her would sit down and give give the men the prospective boyfriends first date give them before her medical and sexual history. Wow, beg pardon, beg pardon. What? Um, but that's what I wrote down too about um Jamie Spears saying like I'm Britney Spears now. I'd be like, oh okay, why don't you lose a couple of pounds and get out there and shake your little ass and be fuckable. <laughs> Oh, you're Britney Spears now? Great. Perfect. Great. <laughs> um, so anyway, I guess she also didn't understand, Britney didn't understand why she didn't know that she could have picked her own lawyer during the entire 13 years of her conservatorship. And apparently Lynn Spears, her mom, was governor, was friends with the governor of Louisiana. And she could have like made a call to like talk to them about like what she can do and how she can advocate for herself. Yeah. Never so called. every time she'd call her mom, she'd be like, Oh, I don't, I don't know. You just, I, I can't help with anything at all. Yeah, I'm but, so sorry. I wish that the there was something fuck, I could lady? do. Yeah, you're best friends with somebody in the governor's mansion. Can't you like make a little phone call, skip on down there with some cookies, show up, do something? Yeah, see if they can help me out at all. Yeah, nothing. Mom, Mom how is your bread making, your cookie making skills? Like, let's go. What's going on? Figure something out. Yeah, go over there, bake them a cake pop out of it and tell them that you need to figure out how to get me Guess out what? of this. Guess what? My daughter is in <laughs> false imprisoned. Yay! Surprise! We need to set her free! What yeah. can you guys do? No, because if she would have done that, then she would have lost control of Britney's money. Yeah, they, so. they wheel in this giant cake and out pots Lynn, and she's like, surprise, <laughs> I hate my husband, and he's got my daughter in this whole thing right now. I hate my ex-husband. Um, He's got my daughter in this whole thing right now. Um... Not good, right? Okay, they, so what can we do? They put so much effort into stripping out anyone from her life yeah. that would even have a shred of loyalty towards her. Yeah, like they, she, um, she said that uh, Felicia, her longtime yeah. assistant, that that when when Brittany had babies, she wasn't really doing a lot, so Felicia kind of like went and did her own thing. And then Jamie told Felicia Brittany didn't want to work with her ever again, and that's her, uh, devastating. Not true. Yeah. Um, so like it's and that was somebody that like, you know, had um, I don't I, I'm sure, you know, I don't I don't know her personally, um, but she seemed like she did genuinely care about Brittany. Well, yeah. And she did in that documentary that we watched. I don't remember which one it is, but she's yeah. in there and she really sounds like she loves Brittany. And um, she understands now that Brittany wasn't trying to, you know, whatever. Um, but everybody in those documentaries that Brittany is not really a fan of. Um, but I think it's just because she gets like she w wishes that they all like wanted to talk to her but she doesn't want to talk to them like she wants them to hear her side of the story but they never did and then now they want to know it like you know whatever um but everybody that was like with her that worked with her for a long period of time and then they stopped working with her they all look traumatized by it like so that they all look like they're upset and like it bothers them that this is happening and they're not allowed to say anything you know like that they couldn't help her they look like sad that they it should help. bother them. Like you, you are watching somebody yeah. that you know be abused in real time, and yeah. you just have to sit there and do nothing. Yeah, 
because they they any it was even like a hairstylist if a hairstylist was like asking her questions about something and like you know challenging the status quo then she would never be allowed to talk to that hair that hairstylist wouldn't be they there fired anymore. a hairstylist yeah, yeah that's what yeah. Her, the hairstylist was like hey your schedule seems like you need some time off she's like yeah i do and I then do, the hairstylist was gone the next day yep um she only asks one question every morning she says it's just what are we doing and they give her a cocktail of pills just to like keep her going um, and because she played by the rules, she got to see her kids. She paid all of Kevin's legal bills, and she also got to take the kids on tour one time. So that's pretty nice. But she's wondering, like, if I was so sick, why could I go on tour? And then she's like, oh, because the circus tour grossed $130 million, and Lou Taylor's company got 5%. So she's like, that's why. Yeah. And I was six, like, it, I, wow. I'm math on that. $6.5 million of Britney's money from that one tour went to wow. Lou Taylor's company. Yeah. Wow. And Me- meanwhile, Brittany is sitting like in a dressing room with parental controls on her phone. So she's probably I, I watching fucking Coco Melon or yeah. whatever she can do. Yeah. With, with yeah, that. yeah. Bluey. And- <laughs> God. Screwed. And then Jamie was also paying TriStar a flat fee whenever Brittany was on hiatus. Yeah. She is probably watching Peppa Pig, which is why she does the British because she likes the oh, British accent. For sure. Peppa. For sure. You're right. <laughs> yeah, so you're right. Um, she says here, my freedom in exchange for naps with my children. And that made me really emotional. Um, cause she's saying that she would give anything to nap with her children. So she's literally putting herself through all of this so that she can take a nap with her kids. So she can have 20 minutes of sleep. Wow. Um, I also love that she says that she had a lot of compassion for the woman she was when she was recording Blackout and Blackout. She did say in the last section that she that was her favorite album that she liked to work on because they were kind of doing different things. And that was yes. when she met Danger, right? Yes. Yes. That was when she met Danger. Um, that ma- that part made me think that I should have more compassion for myself because she was literally going through hell when she was recording Blackout. And <laughs> I was like, maybe I should show some more compassion for myself. Just a little bit. Um, I mean, like a little. A tiny just a, just a sliver. Tiny I bit. Mean, because... It's fine, but I'm just not going through the same things that she's going through. So I, I should, if she can show compassion for herself, I can just do a little bit. I could go like one or two percent. Um, she said during 2020 that she was that was kind of crazy for COVID and she missed everybody, but like her family was like out shopping and like nobody came to visit her or you know talk to her or anything, and. What's funny is during that, I said that during 2020, I was stuck in my house because of my shoulder surgery. Yeah. And then COVID happened. And um, I would actually buy some of the books that Brittany posted that she was reading because I was like, she's been stuck in her house <laughs> for 13 years and <laughs> she can't do anything. So what what is this yoga book that you want me to buy? Great. <laughs> I can Sounds do it. great. She is a full-fledged professional on what to do when trapped in your home. Everyone, yeah. what is Brittany doing? Yeah. She knows. Yeah. I was going to start learning some of the dances. I was like, whatever, maybe this feels good. I have no idea. That was I I honestly think we all should have done that. But I'm like, "Hey, yeah. you know what we should do? Let's choreograph baby one more time." Well, all you know together. what? It would have been better than that fucking awful Gal Gadot song of um Oh my god. Imagine this. <laughs> that was that was the 
every single person in that video should have been kicked in the crotch repeatedly. Like, I, I honestly feel like the second COVID was over, they should have just had a convention where every single person in that video was there and you just pay 20 bucks to go up and kick them in the crotch. And that's all you had to do. Just walk up, just straight kick and walk away. Nobody... Nobody told them. Nobody needs this that. This is not a good idea. Fuck you. You sitting in the guest bathroom of your your like third summer house on your you know while people are literally figuring out how they're going to afford food to to seeing imagine get fucked. Yeah, I, imagine. I mean, imagine there's no heaven. I wonder if you could. Well, yeah, um, I'm there, in hell. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> figured it out. Imagine there were no celebrities. Get the fuck out of here. We're done with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine, imagine this, gal. <laughs> I got laid off from my job. <laughs> Imagine you fuck off on out of here. And then my landlord would not let me pay my, he told me I he would not let me pay my rent later. I had to pay it now. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine you could write me a check. <laughs> there were, I mean, there were so many of those. There was that. Yeah, it was, there was really like embarrassing. One like that, there was that. And then there was that other one that was like that, that all these like women posted that they thought was so cool. That was like a fight sequence that like Ugh. went from the continuous fight sequence that everyone filmed by themselves. Do you remember that it one? Was, yeah, it was. And I was like, you guys are embarrassing. I talking about secondhand embarrassment again. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm going to need you to just do that. Create your own social media that none of us can go. Do it on that's, Raya. Yeah, go on that's... Raya. Go fuck each other and post that shit there. Get the yeah, fuck out of here. That's kind of whenever I see a video of somebody like lip syncing like a uh, a movie, and they're like acting out all the parts. I'm always like, oh god, okay, yeah, all right, all right. So Brittany laments that men can do ev- anything. They can drink. They can party. They can gamble all their money away. They can do drugs. And, you know, she's like, Kevin could, you know, leave her alone with the kids so he can go smoke pot. And he's called dad of the year. Um, And then she had to pay to run over a paparazzi's foot. And, you know, Diane Sawyer made her cry on national television. And she's like, but nope, I had to get back out there, grow my hair out and get in shape. Yeah. She's like, I'm I'm um, I'm being told that that a governor's wife wants to shoot me. Yeah, that's wonderful. um, Thank you. I'll get back to work. And yeah. Then, yeah. I, I mean, the, the like, they have her eating canned vegetables and chicken with, like, no dessert ever. Yeah, why couldn't we get um, fresh produce? Like, what the fuck? And, ja- yeah, Jamie, you need to lose weight. Bitch, you're Brittany. You lose weight. There's the treadmill. Yeah. Here's, yep. here's a can of peas. That's what you can eat for the day. And fuck you. And also, to have to ask the chef that you're paying, be like, can I just have some french fries? And, or like just like ice cream, just like a scoop of ice cream, please. And he's like, no, sorry, I'm sorry. Do you see who signs your checks? It's Brittany. Yeah, hi. It's I'll Brittany, have bitch. a thing of ice You're cream. You're out of here. Yeah, you're lucky I don't fucking skewer you and put you outside and like over out. a fire and then say we're having this guy for dinner. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so she says, think of how many male artists have gambled all their money away and I didn't deserve what my family did to me. Yes. She didn't. Yes, 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 yes. Um, she says that she accomplished a lot when she wasn't like supposedly able to take care of herself. And, um, and then also I liked that she said, I said, when my father told me I was not allowed to eat dessert, I felt like it was my whole family telling me I wasn't allowed to eat dessert and the state of California telling me I wasn't allowed to eat dessert. Which is, that's gross. That's terrible to feel that way. 
Um, she she said she was. It was just like she never felt good enough, and it like lost all joy for singing and dancing, which seemed to be an outlet for her at yeah. certain points. So she now you're just it. living this joyless life. Well, and then that's the other thing. Like, I get it. You're going to make me not eat French fries. I, I can't eat French fries. I can't do this. You're going to give me an allowance. You're going to give me this and that and the other. But then, like, later on, she says that when she's recording Work Bitch with Will I Am, which is one of her most, like, fucking iconic songs, she's like, they pick out the shittiest fucking studios for me to record in. Yeah. So, and and it's she like, felt like it was on purpose. If you wanted, yeah, if you wanted her to just sit there and make you money, like, I think I would be like, hey, Guess what? <laughs> we have like look at this. There's like a there's all these games that you can play here. They have this, they have this, they have this. It's so fun here. It's isn't a it? studio inside Dave and Busters. Do you like it? Yeah, do you love it? Okay, sing that song <laughs> and then you can play a game. Like it was just like it's so weird that you would make every ounce of her life miserable. Why? And yeah, For it's just weird reason? that you would do that. For Get what? a cool I, studio. And then they tell Will I Am, they're like, hey, look, do you have like any like fun, 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 fun things at your studio? <laughs> Can we put them there so that she will be happy when she comes here? Please. <laughs> do you have like a giant ass panda or something we put in the corner? Like a, what like do you have? Inflatable house, like where you can what bouncy you, anything. Yeah. Like a, she yeah, can... a castle, like a, a jump house, you have a trampoline. What yeah. do you got? Yeah. Do you have like 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 laser tag or anything? Rock fun? Wall, anything. Yeah. We'll take Literally, ski ball. <laughs> we just want her to have fun. Oh, can you do like the thing where she hits the thing on the hammer and then like the strongman thing and then she gets like a big minion or something? Oh, yeah. Whack-a-mole too? We get like a whack-a-mole. We get like for anything, sure. like anything fun for her. But no, it's like, no, we're just going to make her miserable. Um, we're going to is... send her to like a literal prison cell that is padded, but we put... We went ahead and put recording um, equipment in there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We there. set it up. We wired it all, but it's just like not like clean or nice or it's all dingy and dark. But she did X Factor at this time and she said that she kind of hated this experience. And she says this is another moment where she says she ages backward when she's uncomfortable. But it is funny because she did seem very uncomfortable and it does feel like everything's uncomfortable unless she's performing. Every TV show appearance that she she's super awkward um, on Crossroads. I mean, I know that we should retroactively nominate her for several awards for that movie, but um, she's not good on camera. So it's funny to me. Like she's fine. Like she's got great timing and everything like that. But she really is not. She, I don't think she likes to have that. Um, I think she just likes to go up there and dance, which she is also wonderful. Really- Give me the vibe. She said she didn't. She didn't want to spend eight hours a day pretending to be skeptical. Like, no, thank you. But she doesn't really seem like she's not like somebody that gets joy out no. of putting other people down. Which, no, like she's she's not going to sit there and have somebody come out and she's like, "Yes, you are an absolute piece of shit. Get the fuck off my stage." But yeah, didn't she didn't seem like somebody that wanted to do that? No, because she was married to Kevin Federline when he was starting his rap career, and yeah, she didn't and do she it didn't then. Even tell him the truth. Yeah. She wasn't even like, hey, 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 X Factor, buzz, you're <laughs> fucking out of here. You are not going to Hollywood. Yeah, this is not the golden buzzer or whatever it is for you. <laughs> this is actually the poop buzzer. Bah, 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 bah. Stop. Don't do this anymore. You hear anymore. that toilet flush? That's yeah. your career. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's your cue. Um, apparently she was engaged to some man named Jason, 
And then he turned into her co-conservator, which I do remember hearing about this. And then she said that after that, it was just like, nah. Oh, you think? You think that that your romantic relationship where he was like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to control your whole life. You would be like, wow, I still love this person. No. No, Unless it was somebody who's like, I'm going to be the co-conservator. And then he's like, here's some ice cream. And you're like, yes, like <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be the con- co-conservator. I'm gonna my first order of business is ending the conservatorship. Yes, but unless uh, I don't think that was it though, because she did not seem on board with it. No, and, and she they stopped they stopped like sleeping in the same room, and she said she only cuddled with her kids. And I love that her mom said that's hateful. Shut up, mom. Like this man signed up to be my co-conservator to control my life that I can't have French fries. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't want to talk S- to you. Sleeping in a different room is hateful. Like, okay. Yeah, it's hateful and then also like but like not giving me french fries or ice cream, that's a cardinal sin, you know? Oh, that's hateful. What about, you know, false imprisoning your own child? What's that? Oh, hey mom. So, speaking oh. of hateful, I'm so happy that you brought that up. Do you remember um maybe you don't, but you asked me to come over and you said that the police were <laughs> after me and then I got tied to a gurney and then um, do you, do you remember that? Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Of course. Of course. Remember, remember when I was, when I was six and you selfishly bled out all over my shitty tap costume? Remember yeah. that? Yeah. What about I that, that was mom? Hateful. That was hateful. hateful. And Fucking then I hateful. had to worry about you showing up to my gymnastics practices, bitch. Yeah, okay. You did that you ditched to go to Walmart. What did yeah. Walmart have? Did they, <laughs> did they have a, a double back tuck? They don't. They don't. Yeah. I had that and you didn't even pay attention. Yeah. And you know what it looked like? Shit with that costume. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I do want to know the work bitch thing. Was that was that a song for her dad? Like, you want a hot body? Like, if you think you're fucking Britney Spears, you better work, bitch. Like, she's just like, you want me to make, you want me to give you six million? Want me to pay off Lou Taylor? You better work, bitch. <laughs> You want me to eat canned vegetables? It does seem pretty passive aggressive now that you look at it. But I remember when it came out, you had like a lot of people that were like, well, no, 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 no. This is the blueprint. Everybody write it down. What do you have to do? If you want a hot body, got it. Maserati, got it. Okay. Work, bitch. Got it. So how are we putting this together? What is our plan of action? No, no. No, That was a a passive aggressive manifesto where she was like, hey, fuck you. You want me to eat canned vegetables? Eat uh, boiled chicken? You better work, bitch. <laughs> I want a fucking French fry, a dish of ice cream with some magic shell. <laughs> work, bitch. Work, bitch. Okay, so there's no more X Factor. Now she has a Las Vegas residency, which I think that she loved. And um, I thought that this was a beautiful little innocent thing here where she says that she loves how people believe in luck there. That's yeah. so cute. That's she said, precious. She said she went to Vegas the way that everyone goes to Vegas, hoping to win. Yes. Um, now she is dating a man who is a TV producer. His name is Charlie Ebersol. Um, and he worked out every day and gave her these energy supplements. And Jamie didn't like this, so she had to go to rehab for a month. Which, okay. So this is where I started Googling what is in energy supplements. And it's like ashwagandha, vitamin D, B vitamins, creatine, iron, like there's a bunch of stuff, you know. I'm pretty sure it's shit you can get from like Walgreens or GNC. Well, like I'm I'm drinking these Celsius things lately, which I can't wait to find out how terrible they are for me. But like it's just all of the weird vitamins that I just listed. So like and also if that guy is taking it to work out, he gets it over the counter somewhere. 
He probably gets it at like that GNC place, like the Living Well place. He probably gets it there. So it can't be that bad. Why doesn't he yeah. have to go to rehab for it then? Why isn't Charlie at rehab with her? With her. Oh, hey, yeah, you were taking those energy they're, supplements. They're both addicted, you're, you're yeah. addicted to energy supplements. Yeah, and then they were, they made him sign an NDA and a blood thing. Like, why isn't he? Why isn't he taking a blood panel and you know getting fucking locked up for his fucking energy supplement use? It's just it's honestly just genuinely wild, and she's she's getting sent to you know her rehab prison again and, and the funny thing they're just going along with it oh yeah and then the funny thing about rehab places is that like i watch love after lockup a lot and i do feel <laughs> like a lot of those people when they go to rehab or halfway houses or something like that they usually like a lot of those people like they're afraid to go there because they're like i'm afraid i'm gonna pick up another habit and i'm gonna fucking end up back in jail and it's like well yeah because that those are the places they want to do those things so they're going to find out how to get it the most because they want to. I like to. that all of your field research comes from like Love After Lockup and 90 yeah. Day Fiance. Where you're well, like, hey, excuse me, it while shows, I've watched 90 Day Fiance, I know everything that is happening right here. It shows you, this is what I like about these shows. This is an average person. I don't know anybody who is dating a prisoner, but those people have friends. So when you're watching them, you're like, this is a real person because she has been talking to this prisoner for 21 months and has photoshopped pictures of the two of them over her bed. Like, that's a real person. So I'm like, that's what I like is that that is an insane. And of course, they exploit these people and they make them, you know, they try to set them up to like be crazy. And well, that's yeah. why I like the earlier seasons of 90 Day Fiance because they're really not exploiting at any. Like it's, it's so pure. But. That's a real person. She's like, I'm going to go out with this person. And you're like, why? You've never met him. For what reason? Yeah. What are you thinking? And why would you think that they're not scamming you? Just to circle back here, that they're not scamming <laughs> you because are you, are you sure that you're the only person that they're talking to? Anyway, as I digress, um, I would be absolutely furious that I have to ask to be fed normal food because I'm paying for it because I would be like, Hi, excuse me. I don't know if you saw when you pulled up to the house. It says Britney Spears house on here. Yeah. Okay. That's me. So when you are in this kitchen, you are feeding me French fries. <laughs> like that's what's happening. You're going to sneak or a couple of French fries in my food. you leave. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm going to take a shit on the kitchen floor. If everybody <laughs> wants to, if everybody wants to act like I'm fucking crazy and you're not going to give me French fries, fine. Guess what? Here comes Nutso and she's got to take a fresh dump on the kitchen floor and now you got to fucking clean the whole kitchen and desanitize everything. I'll do you one better. I'll take a dump in that frying pan and then watch <laughs> you have to flip it and eat it. Deep fry it. Why don't yeah. you deep fry that? If everybody wants to say I'm crazy, I'm going to start acting nuts. <laughs> I'm going to go off the fucking deep end. You guys haven't seen crazy yet. Yeah, you haven't even seen crazy. Like that's and that's what's funny about Britney. Like I I probably would go with the flow for a while and then just cuz my brain would break, I would be like, I'm going to start messing with people. And I'm going to I'm just going to be the nutsoist and they're going to go, "Uh-oh. What what's happening?" Oh, no, no, no. The brain broke like 3 months ago, guys. It's done. We're this is what's happening now. Yeah, we're off the we're off the deep end here. I'm taking a dump on the kitchen floor, <laughs> squirting it with mustard, and then rolling around in it. That's what's happening. Yeah, guess what? Yeah, you want a hot body? <laughs> you want a Bugatti? 
clean up my shit. Goodbye. Now. And then running away. <laughs> she has to go to four or uh, four AA classes per week. Um, and she said that she found inspiration with the women in all these classes. And I would love to hear from these broads. You know how sometimes like for like the Menendez brothers trial, we hear from the juror um, from the Jody Arias. Were you working with me that day? Okay, the Jody Arias trial was happening in Arizona, and I was working the box office at Stand Up Live, and it's in the middle of downtown Phoenix, and it's over by the courthouse, and after the trial, they had some of the alternate jurors outside, or maybe it was the actual jurors, outside, and I turned on the box office microphone, and I was listening to see if I could hear anything. (laughs) Um, It was like 2013, so like they didn't have a lot of like the YouTube live or like Twitter, like it wasn't like that good. So I would like turn on the microphone and I like if people like came up and they're like, "How much is it to see Andrew Dice Clay?" I'm like, forty two fifty. Get the fuck away from me. Shut Stop the talking. Fuck up. Go, go. We are I'm trying busy. To yeah. <laughs> I just like put up a piece of paper that says forty two fifty, and I just have an arrow and I just start pointing. I'm like, go, everything's go. canceled. Everything's canceled. <laughs> Don't speak to me. Go away. I'm hearing something right now. Um, but yeah, that was. I don't know if you were working with me that day. That I was, think I was so fun. Well, yeah, because, because I, you and I would have shut the box office down, turned the no, lights off. <laughs> we, we would have just shut it off and went outside, hid in a bush. But I'm like, we can get we can get a closer listen over here. We will be back in like I don't know however long this takes. Um, <laughs> but I am wondering why we didn't sign all of them up for AA classes. Like Jamie, Jamie didn't have to go to an AA class. Oh yeah, Lynn she, didn't she have to. Cured? Miss White Russian and Toddy's in the car with my 13-year-old. That's crazy. Like, well, how come nobody else has to go? We're going to go to a family Alcoholics Anonymous. We're going to (laughs) be, we're going to do this. And then you could have made that a reality TV show. You're drunk. Yeah, remember. You're fucking drunk. We're we're all Britney Spears now. Get on in here. We're all going to AA. Hop in. Yeah. Guess what? Yeah. (laughs) I signed us up for Alcoholics Anonymous classes. (laughs) Oh, are you not Britney Spears? Interesting. Bad I, news. Because Britney Spears was told to go to court-appointed Alcoholics <laughs> Anonymous classes. So guess what, Britney? <laughs> Bad news. None of you are anonymous. I told everybody. <laughs> told them all. This is my dad, raging alcoholic, not anonymous. Yeah. This is my mom, queen of the white Russians, not yep. anonymous. And I got French fries catered. So guess what? <laughs> French fries would, and ice cream. Would, one hundred percent, be showing up to those AA meetings. Like, you can you guys like DoorDash me in some food? <laughs> do you do you think you like? I yeah. I'm, I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to cause a scene here. Well, but I passed like, an In and Out on the way here. If you guys can just like DoorDash <laughs> that over, I will. I will give you my entire weekly allowance. I will literally order you whatever you want, but I, don't go over two thousand dollars because that's what my limit <laughs> is. Um, but I. I <sighs> I just think that there would have been somebody cool because was she that obedient where she's like, oh, do you have any canned veggies? Because that's really what I'm only allowed to eat. Like, why was it HIPAA? HIPAA. You can't tell me that you can't tell your dad. You can't tell my dad what I ate here. No. Go get me some Wendy's. I want the spicy nuggets. Let's go. If security is with me, I'd be like, if you say a single fucking word, I swear to God. Yeah. Okay. This is the part where I would have become violent. Brittany complains a lot that she wants to do remixes of her songs and she wants to do new music. She wants to do like, so not just like pop. She wants to do kind of like what Lady Gaga does now, like where she started off with pop and then she, and also what Amy Winehouse did. That story is devastating. Um, But she wants to do like other things and they're like, 
no, you have to do this. And so then she does the Disney Awards. Yeah, the Radio where Jamie Disney Lynn, Icon Award. Where Jamie Lynn and all these other people dressed up like Britney Spears and they were doing a giant like remix of her song that kind of like a super remix that Britney wanted to do and nobody would let her do it. And then there's Jamie Lynn doing it. I would have jumped up on the stage and like fucking I would have solar flexes, instep, nose, groin, groin right into fucking Jamie Lynn's <laughs> schnoz. Oh, my God. And then I would have fucking like suplexed Lynn. I would have been like, boom, flying elbow drop off the stage. Do not like you, ladies. Yeah, I'm 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 just saying that a lot of those those award shows. Yeah. Um, those people are sitting in folding chairs. That would have become oh, yeah, it's a weapon. Disgusting. Instantly, oh yeah, I would have, I would have absolutely folding chair to the face. Yeah, no, Monday Night Raw, no questions. It yeah, would, yes, from the ropes on top, like yeah, w- there, it would, it would be devastation. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody, I would like look at everybody and then go, okay, I'm not gonna hit you, but if I do, I'm sorry, and then just like beat the fuck out of my mom with the thing, and then look <laughs> at Jamie Lynn and be like, I'm coming for you next, bitch. And <laughs> she get she to Jamie get Lynn to step in her. Handed her that icon award. Oh. I'm like, she would have been handed a lot more. Okay, oh, I would have yeah. handed her something right back. Yes, thank you. I would like to say thank you to Jamie Lynn, and then just go on. <laughs> 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 I have a microphone right now. Go ahead. This is a Radio Disney Awards. I'm going to traumatize some children. I'm going to yeah. do it. Oh, do you guys like Disney? I was on Disney once. Do you anyway, want to hear where it led me? Guess like where that? I am I w- now. <laughs> can't have fucking french fries <laughs> that's what happens you watch disney you'll never eat french fries again that's it kids yep um so they threatened that her parents always threatened her with court if she didn't do anything and they would say it was because of her contract yes so they would say well you're gonna have to go to court and they realized that she was terrified of court because it always gave her a lot of anxiety um obviously because every time she goes to court she has to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars, even though she didn't do it. You know, like she didn't do anything like that wrong. And if she did, that kind of seems like something you shouldn't sue me for. But whatever. Um, maybe I can sue my friend for running over my foot with his car one time on accident. I should be like, mm, you were going like two miles per hour, but your mm, car ran over you my owe foot. Me. Yeah, you you're actually, gonna, you're gonna owe me. You owe me. Um, what, this is what are your insurance payouts? Because I'm gonna need to know that before I file. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> So in 2018, this is kind of where Britney starts to get more rebellious. Um, she was supposed to do this announcement for her Vegas shows. This is my and, favorite thing, by the way. Oh, I know. Because this this came like weeks after she didn't want to do more shows. They like had lied to her and bullshit her through a bunch of stuff. They fucked her out of vacations, which if if I'm her, I'd be like, oh, I don't get a vacation. I don't I don't get a vacation. You guys don't get Britney. That'll yeah. be it for me. Yeah. You know what we're going to do? We're going to go up st- up on stage. So you guys are going to you guys will be playing all the songs like Radar and like whatever. Yeah. But I'm just going to stand there. Yeah, I'm going to la- I'm going to plank. It's going to be gonna and then I'm just going to I'm going to bring back the plank challenge and I'm just going to be laying on the fucking ground yep. for the entire thing while it while it plays through. Yeah. Enjoy. Well, It'll be my personal vacation. The prisoners every time that prisoners w- like um I think this happened uh, I don't remember, but prisoners will riot because the food is so bad. And that's like something that they at least deserve, you know, is definitely food. I deserve food. But if the yeah, food's really bad, like they'll go on a hunger strike and then human right. Yeah. And then everybody will fucking freak out because the prisoners aren't eating food. And so then they'll have to feed them good food. So they always go on a hunger strike to 
to do that. So I just think that she did, should have gone on a I'm not dancing for you strike. No, no, I, absolutely not. I would have I would have 100 percent either like laid on that stage or just yep. dragged out a folding chair and just sat in it the entire time. Maybe Keep like filed my dan- nails. Yeah. Keep on dancing till the world ends. <laughs> Let it happen. Yeah. Anyway, I can't have French fries. <laughs> You're getting <laughs> You're getting me at my worst, guys. Yeah. Mom and dad have falsely imprisoned me. <laughs> I would I would I mean, you're performing in Vegas. I would have absolutely stopped that show and been like, I'm gonna take a pause here real quick. Um, if anyone in the audience can run out there real quick, get me a chocolate milkshake and some French fries, I'm gonna let you come up here and perform the rest of this concert. And if anybody tries to stop them <laughs> <laughs> I will, I kill will you. find you and I will kill you. <laughs> I would have done that every night. Yes, every night. A part of the show I need. So I think what would be so cool is if in the beginning of Circus, I just like demolished a pound of French fries. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be great, guys? I think it would. The audience said that they really love it when I'm able to just take a sip of a strawberry milkshake. I don't know. It's weird, but they like it. But I think we should just do it. They said that they would buy more tickets and they would actually pay more if I got to um, have a cheeseburger. Yeah, I think it's a kink. Don't kink shame. We are accepting. We, we do we are not all kink accepting. shame. We do not kink shame here. We do not we kink just shame. Let it all slip. They slip said that in. they would pay more, so I think yeah. that that's good. Again, I would be a total asshole, and this is why Chrissy says that she thinks that I would have been telling the babysitter to do mean <laughs> things. Um, so she walks straight past the cameras and just gets in an SUV and didn't announce her Vegas shows, and she's like, "Because I'm not going to do it." Like, so go ahead. Like, she's I'm going to silent protest. Like, fuck you. The video um, is actually fucking hilarious. They I gotta they watch had. It. They had this like whole so so they're supposed to announce more shows in Vegas and this SUV pulls up. They have like pyro, fireworks, all of this like fanfare stuff happening. And, and she just like Mario walks Lopez. Out. Mario fucking Lopez. She just walks out, waltzes down the stairs, walks up to some people, signs a couple auto- autographs, and then hops in the car and goes away and was that's goddamn genius yeah good for you i thought that was so awesome that she did that and fuck mario lopez um (laughs) so they after this her therapist said that they found more energy supplements in her system and that she had to go to some like special program that they made specifically for her at this facility in beverly hills um and this is where i wrote down like what could possibly be in energy supplements and as i googled that one of the things that popped up one of the questions was, why am I so tired as a woman? <laughs> and it um, it was from the website F- Female Fatigue. And I thought that was really funny because she's got that um, Femme Fatale. Yeah. Uh, the, tour. Yes. Yes. And uh, so I thought Femme Fatigue. Femme Fatigue. Extreme she- fatigue in women can be caused by high sleep debt, being out of sync with your circadian rhythm, your menstrual cycle and period, pregnancy, menopause, hormonal contraceptives, poor diet, lack of exercise, stress and anxiety, medication side effects, and medical conditions like thyroid issue- issues or anemia. That's why no. you're so tired, ladies. You know why we're Just tired? Existing. You know why you're tired? The, the answer to everything of why you're so tired, men. 
The yeah. whole the whole thing, men, women's hormonal cycles are based around menstruation of, of the, your menstrual period. Your hormones yeah. ebb and flow with the menstru- menstrual period. Um, men's hormones cycle every 24 hours. And that is how our entire society functions. So <laughs> we are functioning off of men's hormones. There's a deficit. So, yeah. Yeah. There's a deficit. Um, there's a deficit and they owe us. They do. We are going to be cashing checks. So I'm gonna need I'm gonna need the the Britney Spears branded um, fem Fatigue. energy supplements and let's go. <gasps> Maybe she could do that. Maybe she could have something called fem fatigue. <laughs> What's that? What's that called? Fem fatigue. B B twelve. <laughs> you gotta take your ashwagandha. <laughs> okay. So Britney asks, "What happens if I don't go?" and um, Jamie says, well, you'll have to go to court and they'll make you look stupid. And we will we will make you look like a fucking idiot and you will not win is what he said. Well, to the her. funny thing is, is that I would have said to my dad and been like, well, OK, like you look stupid all the time and it doesn't seem <laughs> that bad. It's you make it look so easy to look stupid, dad. Like I would have been such an asshole. Um, they took her off Prozac and put her on lithium. That's the Spears way. Um, as you remember from the first episode, uh, Jamie's dad just put his wives in mental institutions and put them on lithium. Um, She said she couldn't figure out what time it was or where she was or who she was. And all she knew is that she was on lithium. And she says, it does not escape me that that's what my grandma was on when before she killed herself. Um, She said that the security team was acting like she was a criminal. Uh Uh-huh. And I thought this was funny because she was subjected to so many drug tests, but they were pumping her with drugs. So it's like, oh, just the drugs that we want to put you in. Put yeah, yeah. Into just you. our specific cocktail of drugs. That's it. We're just taking a test to make sure that it's those drugs. Like, have we tried not drugging me? Or like, also, she said that Prozac was working. So like, have we just, why didn't we just keep that going? Yeah, I was good. Let me run with this. Yeah. So she said she couldn't move or do get up and do anything. And she was really frustrated. Um, This is when she started, like, I I guess your brain would go here. She said that she thought that her family was trying to kill her. And then I was like, oh, maybe she thought that way because then they would make more money off of the sales of the albums. Because, like, if you die, like, Tupac, Biggie, the the album sales went up a lot. And same thing with Amy Winehouse. And Amy Winehouse did Back to Black. And then, so that was wildly successful. And she was like, cool, so now I can do, like, jazz music, what I like to do? And they said, no, you have to do this. So she thought if she just got super drunk and missed her flight, that they wouldn't bring her. And they just picked her up and put her on a plane. They came over to her house, picked her up while she was passed out drunk, and put her on the plane so that she would go on tour. And she said she woke up on the plane. She was like, fuck. That's God. bullshit, man. Like, but that's so childish. Like, she's like, that will be my protest. Is I will be so drunk that I pass out, so you can't take me. <laughs> and we're taking you anyway. Here's and they're like, hi, <laughs> hi. We need to make money off of you. So here's, do you want any? Do you want any cookies? Here's a vomit bag. Um, yeah. gi- ginger ale. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Are you feeling okay? Do you need anything? Okay. <laughs> okay. So. Um, she couldn't move or do anything. She wanted to dance. Like she has a she has a lot of energy, clearly. So, you know, she's I wonder how many calories she's used to burning like every day just dancing. Yeah. Like I, I just I don't even know how many that would be. Um 
But she said that she uh, calls herself a bird without wings. She wanted to be like a kid running with her arms stretched out, like you know how kids do. Like it was a very nice visual the way that it was described. Yeah. That you know, she's like, you know, like when you're a kid and you put your arms out and you're like running and you're kind of moving them like you're flying. That's what I I felt like I wanted to be like, but I I couldn't be like that. Um, now she says she's not scared of anything anymore. Take note. I don't think I would be either. To be like a vegetable. What, what else are they going to do to you? Like, I, I feel like for for a human experience, like ex- experience, like, yeah, I, I don't know what else you could do to somebody that would be. Oh, new. you've demoralized me. You have you have stripped away all of my humanity. Like, yeah, you nothing, stripped away my personhood. There's nothing else you can do to me. I, yeah. I'm we're, we're already there. There's nothing else that you can do to me that hasn't already happened before in some yeah. way, shape or form. And I can't even eat a fucking French fry. Yeah. Like one. You put me you put me in some solitary confinement place with a bunch of fucking like wackos. She said there was somebody that like ran into her room. Yeah. And was like, why are you being so loud? And she's like, <laughs> I am literally sitting here doing nothing. And she's I later like, found my, out my radio is not even on. Like, she's like, I, I'm not allowed to do anything. Like, <laughs> I later found out that that person heard heard voices. And I was like, oh, great. So that's what that, those at. are the friends of Brittany. <laughs> them that girl and the girl with the capri cigarettes oh That's... the pretty one <laughs> the is adorable she... girl she was talking about how this girl came... there was a one girl at the um the facility that she was at that was the pretty one and she's like and here i am like the nerdy one i was like ma'am the... we're... ma'am we need to walk that back ma'am that girl just said i was in the facility with britney spears that's what happened. That's what. That's the story. That's the headline. And Brittany's like, she was the pretty one. Um, and then there was the adult, the other one, the adorable one, where she had the Capri cigarettes and yes. like she, Brittany was smoking the cigarettes um, with her in there. I thought it was bullshit that her family didn't even come visit her. Like they're acting like they're in control of her, but then they're not even going to come like see her and just check to make sure that you didn't get worse habits. Because then if they never visited me, I'd be like, I swear to fucking God, if you do not give me French fries... Yeah. What do you guys got in that cafeteria? I'm going to go in there and make it myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd be making friends with people. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, French fries. Room 34. Have? That's me. How much ice cream do you have down here? Yeah, because, uh, you know, I'm going to eat some. Give That's what's it. happening. Yeah. Um, so she did all of this and didn't get any worse habits, except for, like, smoking the Capri cigarettes, which, who cares? Um, and she said that... Uh, she felt like she the, her heart that made her Britney wasn't there anymore, and yeah. that made me really sad. That made me sad too. This is this is the part of the book where I like where I was like hearing it read where yeah. just the on a human empathy level that I was just like oh God. oh yeah 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 because this is when it gets worse right. So she says the thing in my heart that made me Britney wasn't there anymore. And she said that she felt like she had to pretend that she was okay because she couldn't act flustered or upset um, because then they would think that she was crazy and make it worse. So she had to just like, no, I'm fine. Like she just had to do that. Um, and yeah, she said, this is all good. This and is all she's, good. Meanwhile, she's being ritually tortured, having nightmares. And the only person ever trying to keep up with her is her longtime friend um, or manager. Cade. Yeah, Cade. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she said that she was also treated like a witch from the olden days where they toss her in a pond and see what kind of woman she's been. Um, where like if she if she drowned, then she was 
Not a witch. Not a witch. But then if she floated, she was a witch. And either way, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, So she said that she called her dad after three months and begged her dad to let her come home. And he said it's up to the doctors, which I thought was bullshit because it's like, no, you're Britney Spears. So get me the fuck out of here. And also he sent her a pearl necklace like as a gift. And I would have fucking thrown that at somebody because obviously he's not coming to visit. Oh, no, no. I would have. I would have played the long game with that. I would have. Oh, yeah. would have waited until I got out to like strangle him with it. Oh yeah, so. yeah. Um, she texted Jamie Lynn to be like, "Hey, you know, like this is fucked up. Please help me. Like, yeah, how do I do this?" And Jamie Lynn just said, "Stop fighting it." This, that, so that is I, yeah. that line. Okay, I saw rage. As, I, I, and I have siblings. Um, that line is the line in this book that the the one response to her, direct response to her, that made me. Like overflow with fucking rage. Yeah, like I I would I lose my goddamn mind. I, yeah, if, if I texted someone, my one of my sisters, and was like, "Things, this is this is super fucked up. I need your help." And their response was, "Stop fighting it." I'd be like, "Oh, oh, we're we're gonna fight each other now." As mm, soon as I get out it. of here, got it. As soon as I get out of here, yeah, there is going to be a bonfire at your house. <laughs> Which is also my house because I paid for it. So yeah. guess what? And I don't. It's that's all how much going up in flames. That's how much I don't care about setting it on fire. <laughs> that it, that's the, that's the amount of money that I would pay. That's what the amount of money that I would pay. I have a sister, and if my sister said some shit like that to me, I put, I will kill you. Yeah, and I'll smile in my mugshot. I'll turn myself in. I'll be like, I'll call the cops afterwards, and I'll be like, <laughs> let me go get some fucking French fries and some ice cream. I'll hit up McDonald's. Does anybody want anything? Mm, does prison have French fries? I'm in. <laughs> does anybody want anything? Because I'm stopping at McDonald's on the way to Stop turn myself in. Does anyone know if prison has French fries? If not, can we get that? Because now I'm in charge um, of my own money, so I will pay for this prison to have French fries. Heading out, might have a little arson charge. It was my house. I burned it down. I'm just going to tell them there were snakes. Yeah. Snake's name was Jamie Lynn. It's fine. Yes. But I'm going to tell them there were snakes, and I just set it on fire to get rid of the snakes. And then I'll go, I'm the queen of Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody thinks I'm crazy, right? Good. Yeah. I lit my house on fire. Bye. Um, okay. So the nurse, one of the nurses showed her, like, the Free Britney movement. Yeah, this is the that sad was, part. And it was... She said that it was that she wanted to know if people cared if she lived or died. And the fact that she didn't know that there were so many crazies out there who are like, she's wearing a yellow shirt to show us that she's not okay. (laughs) Yeah. She posted there's a flower in her post. It's I wonder if that's what this means. She's sending us messages. They care a little bit too much if you're okay, Brit Brit, and I want I I'm I'm happy that she knows that we care about her. Um she and this everyone is everyone that spoke out for her yep. saved her life and helped her survive that year. Yeah, she this is where I started uh screaming, crying, and throwing up, where she said, If you stood up for me when I couldn't stand up for myself from the bottom of my heart, thank you. I was like, Oh my god. Yeah. That was really emotional for me. So yeah. now we are post conservatorship. Um, oh, so I'm sorry. They showed her the free Britney thing, and then it kind of got to the point where what what did we neutralize first? Was it a um, control of the person? Because then I think uh, her dad was still the still, estate, right? So she she had gotten um, she had gotten out, 
And um, the I think the first step once she got a new attorney was to get her father off as conservator. Right. So, so that was the first petition. This is when she's out of the rehab facility. And she said that her family wanted to see her immediately. And they were like, hey, girl, what you doing? Yeah. Ja- she said Jamie Lynn was like traipsing through her house. And like yeah. she's standing like a zombie at her at her kitchen island and jamie's like um i have this great idea sister talk show i'm like uh bitch Here, stop gonna... fighting it stop fighting it i'm gonna fight you get the fuck out of my yeah, kitchen yeah, yeah yeah yeah, you're gonna be telling me stop fighting me in a minute but yeah i because i wrote i'm like i said hey girl what you doing from the girl that said stop fighting it that would oh. be atomic wedgie like at oh. that minimum we're starting with an atomic wedgie, and we're going from there. That's hey, what's girl, happening. Hey, girl, what what you doing? What am I doing? I'm standing in a room filled with knives. You want to step step outside yeah. of here just to you know get in a safe zone? Get the I am away standing. From me. What what am I doing? That's funny that you should ask. I am standing here and I am plotting. <laughs> I am I plotting a lot of things. I'm gonna take all of you down. First, I'm getting French fries. And then after that, we'll see what kind of a generous mood I'm in. <laughs> because it might just be that I haven't had French fries in a, in, a, in a while. Again, it's not bad to make her eat healthy and, you know, have her be healthy and, you know, make sure that she's eating food. That's not bad. But, like, canned vegetables and, like, you also, have to eat this chicken. Are not healthy. Like, that no, is not they're a- not. It's got preservatives and shit in it. It's bad. Like, why couldn't I just eat a fucking green bean, like, yeah. from the fucking pot? Like, why couldn't she garden? Hey, Britt, so you can't do anything, but we got you this great garden, and maybe you can, like, harvest the... Ooh, you, these are the cucumbers from your garden, Brittany. And she'll be like, I grew them. Like, you know, she'll be so happy. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know why we can't have fresh produce, but that's fine. Um, like Chrissy said, Jamie Lynn wanted to do a talk show, a sitcom, like a QVC shopping channel. Like, what, I don't know. What else, what else did Jamie Lynn suggest to her? Probably everything. Any like, hey, so happy you got out can, of there. Anything she can use Britney's likeness for. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Well, she's actually on that. She, Jamie Lynn deprived us of a Sean Paul, no, Pitbull and Britney Spears song because they put "Chillin' with You" on Britney Jean instead of a Pitbull song. It was Britney featuring Pitbull, and I was like, um, yeah. Mr. Miss- Worldwide. Miss American Dream and Mr. Worldwide. I'm sorry. Did you think we didn't want that? No, we want that. Um, some complicated things. And then this is why I fucking hate Kevin Federline. Jamie was arguing with. So Brittany's dad was arguing with Sean Preston. Sean's 13 at the time. And Jamie broke the door down and shook the kid, apparently. And so Kevin Federline filed a police report. That should have been about Jamie, and that shouldn't have had anything to do with Britney Spears because Jamie is his own separate—I guess he is Britney Spears, so never mind. Um, But it's like, you're not helping, and I would fucking kill my dad. It would be like, goodbye, Earl. Am I like, (laughs) dad, Earl had to die. Yeah. Yeah. I Guess what? So I was talking with the chef because I was really loving the boiled chicken that we were making. So I Mm -hmm. made you this meal, and it's going to be— so good. And then it's got like my feces in it and I'm going to poison him <laughs> and he's going to fucking die because I don't think they're going to let me have chemicals of any kind. So like I'm going to create my own poison for my dad. And I'd be like, oh, you didn't she, like that. You didn't like that. You didn't like that. That's when I took a shit in the kitchen to show you how crazy I am. You didn't like yeah, it. You didn't no? like it. No, oh, that's too bad. Mm, that's weird. Yeah. So um, I, I just she did I, say that that was the moment she decided 
she was going to manifest an end to the conservatorship. Yes. So I was going to say, that's shitty that that happened, but I'm also kind of glad that that happened because that was the moment where Britney said, like, no, I'm fucking getting rid of this shit. Um, she says that she likes comedians. I hate all of the comedians that she likes. But Absolutely. I'm, we no need to mention any of them. No, we don't need to mention any of them, but I, I do like that she's interested in comedy and has an appreciation for comedians and how they word things. And if she wants to come to my house as a good retreat, like a good retreat, I'll give you French fries. Um, I will show you good comedians, Brittany. So that, that my door is open for you. She I've got th- knives. We can throw them. Using- Using your voice for humor is a gift. Sharp yes. wit is something she really admires. Brittany, Sarah has axes. You can do like axe throwing. Yeah, I have. I throw hatchets. Um, yeah. We can paint. Chainsaw. We, you like we chainsaws? Can, we. Oh, I, I do like chainsaws. And so yeah. do you, maybe. Um, I will give you french fries. Um, and then also, we can dance in the living room. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, oh. for sure. For oh, sure. Chrissy. The first thing that we should do, the three of us, is Paris Hilton Stars Are Blind. That is the most underrated song of our time. Yeah. You guys didn't you guys don't know this and you never will, but Chrissy's eyes danced when I said the stars are blind. Stars are blind <laughs> is the the most underrated song of all time. And it's I so good. I I think that pe- people slammed Paris over when it when it came out. People like people made like a mockery of it. No, excuse me, excuse me. That that song is a straight bop. Yes. We are we are not we are, we are not using any blasphemous no terms against Paris Hilton. We will never besmirch that song. Her incredible music library. I, and you know what? No. If her library is one song, Stars Are Blind, it's a great song. Okay, yeah, great library, it's a beautiful song. Same thing with Lindsay Lohan's album. Ugh. Gorgeous. <laughs> All right. Um, so again, I have. I will tell you about comedians. We'll watch all of them because I love all of them. It's fine. Not um, the ones that you mentioned, but the rest of them. We'll, we'll... It's. I just. I'm going to take that you like comedians and respect them, and I'm going to explore the world. I'll, I will we'll show s- you the world. We'll start you at George Carlin, and we'll work our way forwards. Yeah. Oh, she, she would love George Carlin. Um, but. I also wrote down here, is this what Marilyn Monroe would have been like if she didn't take too many sleeping pills? Probably. I think yes. Yeah. Um, I like how sweet she is about her kids. She says that Sean Preston is really smart and very bright and that she says that Jaden James is like a prodigy at the piano. Um, It's nice that she thinks those things. I would pummel those children. Um, (laughs) Just for how they speak to their mother. But that's okay. I also understand that they're teenagers and they're trying to emotionally manipulate and, you know, whatever. But um, no. So during COVID, she said that she would like to see her family and they were always out shopping and she doesn't know why she tries to talk to them or like, you know, hang out with them or anything like that. Like, she's like, why am I not just distancing myself from them? I mean, they threw away her Madame Alexander dolls for fuck's sake. Yes. She said she went home and then because she was like calling them because she was in California. Who yeah. Acknowledged... And they had different COVID rules in Louisiana. Yes. So she she was in California and she went. She's like, so I'm going to go to Louisiana and, and try and visit them because every time she'd call, they'd be like, hmm, so sorry. We're out shopping. Bye. With the and money then, that like, you paid us. Yeah. Thank you so much. We're so busy. Talk to you later. So she goes out there. And then after being out there, she was like, I decided I never wanted to see them again. And I made peace with that. I love that. It was well, such 
such I made peace with my family and by that I mean I made peace with never seeing any of their dumb fucking faces again and you can't blame her because she says that it it seems like they threw her stuff in the trash just like they had done her and I'm like yes. that really fucking sucks um so then she found out the news that her sister wrote a book um from the tabloids and everything and she was still under the conservatorship so she couldn't say anything um she's seen all the documentaries that that have been done about her and she's upset with all of them yeah and she, she did say that like so the, a lot of them featured people like like Felicia was in one of those um documentaries so it, she said that she thought people's hearts were in the right place but mm-hmm. the um the outcome was still uh you should have fucking called me you know, yeah. just give me a little, little, shoot me a little text, little, yeah. little side text. Hey, is it cool if I talk about you? Hey, just want to let you know I'm doing a documentary where they're asking me about you. Like, don't worry, I'm going to be super complimentary, you know, or something like that. Something. So, are you cool with it? No. Yeah. Are you cool? So, um, I just, uh, I guess she's doing okay. She finally has her own, um, lawyer that she likes. Yes, she, she has this lawyer that she likes. I can't remember what his name is, and I, Kate, I just Cade helped her um, get connected and, um, with uh, in her social it's media. Matt. Matthew Rosengard. Matthew so Rosengard. I just wrote was, down lawyer Matt. He was a former prosecutor. He, um, I don't know. She said he did stuff with Steven Spielberg and Keanu Reeves. Yeah. So she and she liked him because he said in like one of her first conversations with her, he said he hated bullying. And yep. he thought um, that even criminals got to pick their own attorneys. So, like, she was like, I fucking love this guy. Yeah. Because she she um, had the, and I don't know if this is his strategy or not, but his, so his strategy was to first eliminate Jamie from the role of conservator yep. and then go and try and eliminate the entire conservatorship. But she had to start it by, she called 911 to report Jamie for conservatorship abuse. Yes. And I was so happy that she did that. She said that she was with um, he's Sam when she did that. So she was sitting on her couch. It was like June tw- June 22nd, 2021, right. called and reported him. And then on June 23rd, 2021, she had to address the court. Um, and <gasps> that what was she, what that she was knew was so... going to be splashed all over everything. And it fucking was. It was. It was so awesome. I think that they were blaring it like it was like such a it was like almost like um the oj simpson car chase on the five yeah um it was like everything was like oh we have this message about this like it, it it's like you know a broadcast interruption um you know we sorry we're sorry to interrupt your broadcast experience and that was so interesting to hear everything and then even if even if britney is crazy and she is all these things where she's not able to take care of herself and like you know whatever like, why are so many other people, like, why is Kanye allowed to do all this stuff and have his meltdowns and post crazy pictures of him peeing on a Grammy in a yeah. toilet and Britney's no. not allowed to even eat a French fry? Like, I just think it's it's an imbalance. So she's been under there for 13 years. We don't really know what she's going to do. So, you know. Like, there's just bigger problems out there. Like, you got, like, Drake grooming children to yeah, there's whatever. That. Like, just, I mean... Leave her alone. She can dance in her living room. Go deal with the actual people who are, like, committing heinous crimes. Yeah. And also the people that are doing awful shit like this to other people. Go find those people. Go find the people that are fucking holding her into this and being like, hey, why is this happening? Because clearly she's acting out now because she's not able to be a person. Because you need to have—your brain needs to break. Like, you need to break. You need to do— 
Like I saw this video yesterday and I was so inspired. And this is what made me realize that I needed to take a break was that it was this person and they took these Hot Wheels cars and they put a hot dog on it and they made this track and they the, the end of the track, it launched the hot dog onto the grill. And I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm sorry. You, where was that? There's a hot dog track? Yeah, a hot dog Hot Wheels track, and they it launches all of the hot dog. Like so, they do the car thing, and then it launches the hot dog on the on the grill. I don't I don't even know how we got this far into this podcast without talking about this hot dog track because I feel like this is a really oh important. it's gonna be my new it's gonna be my new thing. I'm gonna build weird a weird hot dog Hot Wheel track <laughs> so that I can launch my. Are they all gonna involve hot dogs? Well, I mean, this is just going to where the, it launches onto the grill. But I literally looked at it and I was like, I can do this. Mm, and I will do, do this. And I'm it's gonna... like, that's how I know that, like, I, I'm not going to focus on, like, oh, hey, my cousin got a new cat. Who cares? Fuck it. <laughs> I have a hot dog Hot Wheel track going. I don't going. care about your life. I have a Hot Wheels track that shoots hot dogs onto a grill. So you're when... going to need to, like, take your problems and fuck off on out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, I, when my grandpa calls me, I'm like, anything new over there? I'd be like, yeah, I mean, we tried the hot dog Hot Wheels track. And, you know, that's going to be, those are going to be my only updates because I need to do <laughs> something absolutely mind numbingly stupid so that that way I don't have to think about anything else and I can have patience for other things because I'm starting to fucking lose it. Um, then we have, so she's kind of like, you know, filing for abusive conservatorship. Um, is this when we get. At this point, him suspended, so, uh, right? Rosengard goes in. He files paperwork to dissolve the conservatorship. Yep. So um, he got her. He got. He got Jamie suspended, and that's when they filed the paperwork to dissolve yes. the conservatorship. Yes. Yeah. And because I, I, I think I just didn't take notes on that part because I was like celebrating. Yes. But um, I also love that she finally does uh, her first song since whenever. Uh, it's with Elton John and it's Hold Me yeah. Closer. That it was such a good song. I was I downloaded it immediately. I listened to it. It's so good. Um I hope that she will do more. I know that she doesn't really want to focus on music right now. She kind of wants to focus on herself, which good because not focusing on herself is kind of where why we got here in the first place. Yeah. She said <laughs> <laughs> Poor Brittany. Oh my god. She said she was in Tahiti when oh, yes. Matthew called her to tell her he was that she was officially no longer under the conservatorship and um in the only um, moment that I've seen someone um, take take her feelings into account yep. and really have her back is he told her that uh, she should give herself full credit and that she freed herself. Yeah, um, she she saw that people gave a shit about her and she was like, fuck this. I'm going to get out of here. I'm doing this like I got to do it. I think it took I think it took someone showing her that people care about her. Yeah. Yeah. So, so and not even a lot. I mean, this, no. this is this is bare minimum because he's being paid by her. He probably got paid very well by her. Very handsomely. So your employee was nice to you. Yep. And that's all it fucking took for you to be like, wow. Yeah. Um. So then, you know, she kind of just recaps everything. Uh, she respects her, I think, now ex-husband, Hisam. She says, um, and, and you know what? At the point of this, I feel like she could have edited stuff out to been like, fuck that guy. So she's yeah. still a class move. To yep. still say like that she um, looks up to him and admires his commitment to being a, a good person. And she speaks very nicely of everybody except for Jamie Lynn. But um, by the end of the book, she kind of says like, 
I I wish my sister well, which is another beautiful little Southernism <laughs> that's just kind of like, I don't care what you do. I wish you well. Um, and uh, so she kind of, she wishes her sister well, and she hopes that everything is okay. I think that Brittany likes being an aunt, and I fucking get it because being an aunt is the fucking best. I love being an aunt. It is. Because you just decorated a whole Christmas tree dinosaur themed to kind of irritate your sister. I did. I did. She told me that I'd, I had purchased my uh, my nephew, my nine-year-old nephew, a Christmas tree topper that is a full, full-on full dinosaur that was inspired by Sarah's um, King Kong tree topper. Yeah. Well, it's important. And it is super important. And um, she said she didn't want it on her tree that I had just decorated. So I was like, man, fuck that. So I took him and we went to oh. Target and we're like, we're going to make a whole dinosaur tree that he refers to as the Deanosaur tree. I don't know I why. I love that. Don't know why, but we did it. So we got it. Um, you know what? You should have said that this tree is Brit Tree Spears and we are putting <laughs> a dinosaur fucking thing on there because we fucking feel like it. Brit Tree Spears. My God. I'm going to have to get my head evaluated after this. Okay. Um, so uh, she is nice about her she's not very nice about her mom and dad but it's just kind of like she's just kind of sad that that's where it is she she's just, like she's she's working to feel more compassion than anger yeah um, and that might be I mean, a couple of years guys she's got so much fucking trauma she's like i still get horrible horrible migraines that yeah. is just anger manifesting we're like this is why you need to let this out this is why and she needs those knives yes yes yeah, yeah yeah we should and then that one video where she was dancing and crying and everybody's like i'm seriously so worried about her i'm like why she's having a cathartic experience right now like i feel go. like i was jealous of her when i saw her dancing and crying like that i'm like that looks like that feels so good to get that out it does it looks it like that feels like that was weighing on you, and you just got to get it out. It's like it's people that are like, oh, the, you you hold trauma in your hips or whatever, where she like, you know, popped a hip, and then it was like, oh, God, it's yeah. all free. Yeah. I, that, looked, that looked like it felt good. I mean, obviously, it looked messy, and maybe don't post it on Instagram, but like that, that looked like it felt good. I wouldn't want to show the people that because I would hate to tell somebody to shut the fuck up and mind their own fucking business for saying something about my dancing and my crying and my thing unless I posted it. So if I'm posting it, then I'm opening it up to people like that. But I think I would tell people like, oh, look at how not fucking fun you are, you fucking nerd. Like I would have been like, (laughs) maybe you should try dancing and crying in your fucking basement, you dipshit. Maybe show some emotions. Yeah, maybe you should fucking do some weird shit because now I think you're a serial killer because you're not fucking dancing and crying. Like, <laughs> you know, has nobody ever like I I sometimes like if I'm in a really pissy mood, like it feels really good to paint. And sometimes it feels really good to be destructive and fucking chainsaw a tree out of the way. And not a tree that is currently living. If it's like a fallen tree or something like that, that's what I I will move. No, you're you're a tree humanitarian. You only you only saw the dead. Yes, I only saw the dead. Um, my friend, my friend Laura, actually calls me an aggressive little wood nymph, and I was like, you know, that's kind of beautiful. Thank you. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. So chainsawing is one of my hobbies. So whatever. Um, but like, I'd cry and chainsaw at the t- same time. That sounds fine. It is fine. Yeah, it sounds good. And I'll cry and paint, and I'll cry and eat my chicken tenders from the fridge. You know what I mean? Like, I'll I'll do anything if. My therapist told me that if you feel like you have to pee, you pee. So if you feel like you have to cry, you should cry. I love that advice. Yeah. So, you know, if I have to go to the bathroom, I'm, I got to go. So if I got to cry, I mean, I wouldn't embarrass myself anywhere. But, like, 
I would definitely bookmark it and be like, let's table this emotion right now and we'll cry later. I like that your therapist gives you wonderful advice like that. I love it, too. That's why I keep her. Um, So she gets to go to Cancun and um, Maui. She loves drag queens that perform her... um, her sets um she yeah she said that she feels like her relationship with the gay community is unconditional love and that i i love that the example of this was that she was basically that like they'll lie to her she's like she's like i like it when i have a bad night and they yeah. just say you did so good and the gays give her that so like, they they give me that and i was like you love it when they lie to you i get it do you yeah. remember that, that she did like a social media post around pride one year that she was like happy pride month to all of my friends at the at the gay community and then i love her everyone took that and was like every every single like LGBT Britney centric person was like we are at the gay community yeah. this is at the gay community we have arrived the whole thing amazing yes amazing she loves, she loves drag queens performing her songs and she respects it a lot um, which honestly same I love that about her yeah I love I love it I love anybody that puts on a performance like that like Maria Bamford is one of my favorite comedians and she says that like if you have if you want to just like dress up like Batman and fucking you know sit out on your balcony and perform a one act play and you fucking do it he's just like that's you know you're not a failure you're a success because you're like I want to do this so I'm going to do it and that it's kind of something where you sit there and you think to yourself like okay so that needs to be like within reason. But you get what we're talking about. Like if it's harmless and you just want to sit there and dance with your knives in your living room and nobody's actually going to be stabbed, then just do that. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so she had a miscarriage. Uh, she announced that she was pregnant with Hisam's baby. Um, and then they had a miscarriage, unfortunately. And um, that kind of sucks. And that's another tragedy. Poor thing um, that she's got to go through. And also, I'm sure that she just likes being a mom. And I think that she'd like to kind of get to do the things that she was never able to do because she was basically a prisoner. Um, and yeah, false, start false imprisonment for most of her adult life. And she she actually never really got the a, a normal experience as a no. mother because no. she, uh, her children were infants when they were stripped away from her and then she yep. had to fight for them. Yeah, and then she just basically had to sit there and like, you know, try to squeeze in naps with them every once in a while whenever she was allowed to. Um she already wasn't going to have like a normal mother son relation mother child relationship with her kids because she's Britney fucking Spears so she's going to be out on the road all the time and like you know whatever so it's not like the I'm sure she would have been home more or had the boys on tour with her more or something like that but it's still not a normal like relationship but it's normal to them I will give you know that that's the boys that would be the boys normal and I feel bad that that was that that normal was kind of stripped from them and that they have Kevin Federline as their father (sighs) That's sad. Yeah, that's all I can say about that. That's unfortunate. Um, And then, yeah, so I just, I feel like she says that she's kind of trying to get to the point where she's at peace. Um, She just doesn't want to be lonely or scared anymore. Yeah, that's kind of how she ended it. But she did end it. The last two sentences were pretty healthy. It just says, says, "I I am free now. I am just being myself and trying to heal. I can't change the past, but I don't have to be lonely or scared anymore. Yeah. Her loneliness will not kill her anymore. <laughs> um, so 
that book was, and then also I liked that when it said it was written by Britney Spears, it just made, I don't know, it just made me feel happy to like just have the idea that she did something. Like when, yeah. as soon as I heard that she was writing a book, I was like, ah, good. Like just do something. Get that creative energy out. Do something. Like, you know, maybe you don't want to do music or you don't want to do anything, but like get that out. Good for you. Um, and well, I was very excited two. about that. Yeah. And I'm very excited about part two. Um, but that was our first book, everybody. That was The Woman and Me um, by Britney Spears. We listened to it on audiobook. Um, I don't think that there's anything different about the paperback book, but if there is something different about the paperback book and you want to share it with us, hit us up on Instagram at, at book it book podcast. Um And uh, I guess, do we want to do like a thing where like we recommend like how strongly we recommend this book? Because we're going to be reading all types of books. Absolutely. Okay. So, okay, yeah. I mean, we'll figure out how this works. But like, Chrissy, how do you feel? Would you recommend people to read this book? I recommend it to anyone that, um, for me, I think it connected me with a lot of my like 90s nostalgia. So being able to connect with that is great. Um, I would recommend it there. Um, I would recommend it to anyone that wants to reignite their hatred of Justin Timberlake and him (laughs) rubbing his K-Swisses all over Britney Spears' furnitures. You don't like that. I would recommend it um, to anyone who wants to learn more about uh, false imprisonment because yeah. that those are the central themes um, of this entire book. 90s nostalgia, uh, JT, K-Swiss all over the furnitures, uh, yeah. and um, false imprisonment. Would you recommend it, Sarah? I would recommend this book um, really to anyone because I feel like it is a testimony to a lot of things. Um, I feel like it is a testimony to what it's like to be a child star and to put those pressures on kids. And then also like what pressures we're putting on our girls um, and our children in general, but like on our girls, you know, like, yeah, that they have to. Like after reading the Jessica Simpson memoir and Britney Spears memoir, and I'm sure Christina Aguilera would have similar things um, that she would report back on um Does she so have one? i don't think so but maybe she should like i don't know i mean she seems fine like she seems like she handles things she's, very well she's busy trying to get a like a burlesque broadway show up and running and i think Good. we should leave her to that yeah i was gonna say she needs to she needs get, to work on that so don't don't worry about the order. book don't worry about the book do that first yeah we we want to see that. We definitely want to see that. And if Cher could make a cameo, that'd be great. <laughs> I don't. I'm not. I'm not picky. It's I just one oh. cameo. No big deal. Yeah. Um, Wagon wheel Watusi or whatever the <laughs> thing is or whatever. Oh God. Um, so yeah, I would recommend that just for that. And then it gives you. There's another piece of humanity of just what it's like to go through heartbreak as a kid like I mean not a lot of people have all of those types of things happen to them um and that just we should show compassion for people because you never know like what somebody's going through I always tell myself when somebody's being nasty in traffic I'm like oh I hope that they just have really bad diarrhea and that helps me 
um, not have my road rage. So I try to say like maybe they just have really embarrassing just oh that's hot really diarrhea. nice because you're making excuses for them. I am like casting curses upon them. So like no. you saying I hope that they probably have hot diarrhea. I'm saying I hope they get hot diarrhea. Oh, I I'm ultimately hoping that they get diarrhea. But I'm assuming that they already have the diarrhea that they deserve because that must be why they are acting like that. Like I'm saying, oh, it must be because they just have horrible diarrhea the that diarrhea they absolutely they should have. Yeah. I hope you've been cursed by a diarrhea demon, <laughs> you fucking asshole. God. Um, so, yeah. And then also just at the end of it, I think... At the end of the book, I think that you learn about somebody who is actually afforded the time to have the self-awareness and the self-perspective. So, I mean, obviously she's gone to therapy. She's talked to multiple different doctors. Um, she's I, I know that Brittany has always said that she needs a therapist. She just wants to be able to pick the therapist, which I think is more than fair. Because, um, like like I said, if I had to talk to somebody like, um, like Betty Draper, by the way, sad that Mad Men is on a book, um, because you and I would do... Only we that just, we can just print out all of the scripts and just read that like a maybe book. maybe we'll just recap Mad Men. <laughs> <laughs> maybe like we'll do like a couple of books and then we'll recap like a season of Mad Men. OK, um, like a bonus episode, bonus episode, just us talking about Mad Men for hours. Uh, It'll be nine hours long. That That's the one thing that Chrissy and I have always done is we have always sent each other like Mad Men. Mostly Roger Sterling love, but that's fine. That um, and then the not today, Bob, or not great, not, Bob. Not great, Bob. Not great, um, Bob, over and over and over again. Yeah, that's my favorite. But yeah, I just think that like, you know, like when Betty Draper what like was talking to that therapist and then the therapist would like report back to Don about what was wrong with her. Like that would drive me nuts and that would make me very angry. So um, I just think it's it's a it's an interesting story about the human experience, according to one young woman from Louisiana. And I think it is very interesting. And she doesn't seem to be like saying anything like, oh, this person. did." It was just kind of like this is what happened. And this is kind of what that made me feel like. Yeah. And in the beginning, we, we said originally yeah. this is not she didn't do this as like a revenge piece. There's no slander. There's no. no, I don't think she meant any ill will in any of it towards anyone, honestly. No. It was just her trying to tell her um, her version of history from her, her perspective. Yes. It's just kind of like, hey, I saw all the stupid shit that you guys say about me. Well, I heard you, Sarah Silverman, joking about that my kids are beautiful mistakes while I'm backstage sobbing. Like, thank you. Like, you know, I like it's just it's annoying that. That people are such idiots about other people, but whatever, no big deal. I'm an idiot too, so I don't care. I am actually certified as being an idiot. Yeah, I love to be stupid. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite things in the whole wide world. I it's, thought Charlie uh, Sheen was in How I Met Your Mother. Well, so, you know what though, we've never seen it, so fine. He's in. I've never How seen I Met any of it. All those shows are the fucking same to me. I don't yeah. care. Yes, I think I called. What's that one show? Scrubs. I called that show Third Rock from the Hospital. Isn't that what it's called? No, it's called Scrubs. But the full name, though, shouldn't it be Third Rock from the Hospital? <laughs> it should, but it's not. Whatever. Um, never saw that either. No, I. It, it's fine. But you'll never stop me from loving Britney Spears. Um, so I think everybody should read it just because you should learn about my favorite person besides Chrissy. And um, <laughs> I hope that we will see you as hitchhikers 
on the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, because that's the next book that we are going to be covering. And God help us, because we never read that book in high school. We know nothing about it. I I mean, apparently we were supposed to read it in high school. I never got assigned it. We were supposed to read it in high school. I never did. I read Lord of the Flies, though. I liked Lord of the Flies. I also um, read Jane Eyre, and I remember my teacher was like, everybody hates this book. And I was like, why? It's good. So I don't know. Maybe I don't know what that says about me, but I thought it was a good book. I love Jane Eyre, and um, it was actually a privilege to be able to send her, like, I sent her a pretty interesting copy of Jane Eyre, and she opened it, and she said that she cried. And I was like, oh. That's really nice. I know, because she was always really great to me. So I love her. Well, that's amazing. That I is amazing. You. And this was um, hanging out with Sarah and Chrissy at your favorite book club. And we'll see you um, in, a couple weeks. in a couple weeks when we are hitchhiking through the galaxy. And as a reminder, don't forget to rate us if you enjoyed this. Oh, yeah. Um, five stars if you enjoyed it. If you didn't enjoy it, you can email us at we don't fucking care at gmail.com <laughs> and uh, leave it there. Thank you <laughs> so much. Yeah, please never email us. Cheerfully yours. <laughs> Sarah and Chrissy.